0: Tam. You there? Hello. Hello, hello. The people's champ. You know, Tam, you're the people's champ. You know that.
1: (laughs) I I highly doubt that.
0: (laughs) Oh, stop being modest, man. It's so good. So good to have you here, Tam. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thanks for having me. This is this is awesome.
0: Yeah, it's my first episode of my new podcast. I'm so pumped. The podcast name is, uh, for the listeners out there, welcome to uh, uh, Raw, Real, and A Lot of Recovery. Obviously, you're not in recovery, so it's so ironic that uh, my first uh, podcast is with somebody that's not in recovery, but I would have had it no other way, because I've known you longer than most of the people in the IT recovery world, so I'm honored.
1: <laughs> I'm honored. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you know what? I geek out every time I know I'm going to talk to you or like meet you. It's like... <laughs> You know, my childhood crush was uh Alyssa Milano, you know, who's the boss. And <laughs> I can't imagine what I would do if I ever met her, but I geek out when I when I talk to you or meet you because I adore you. But uh thank you so much for being here.
1: No, um honestly, thank you for having me. This is my first podcast whole scene, so um yeah, I'm excited. Nervous at the same time. I don't know why I'm nervous.
0: I'm nervous too. You know what I okay. did?
1: What'd you do? I brushed my teeth for you, Tam. <laughs> well, check it. hey, I put on some lip gloss, so there oh,
0: <laughs> we're lucky we're not doing this in person because I just left the gym, so I stink, man. But I was like, I don't know why. Whenever I'm doing a Zoom or a podcast, I always brush my teeth and put on like deodorant or something. Like it's gonna matter, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, real quick, like. You know, podcasts. So many of the people that listen to these are going to be, uh, you know, they're going to find it from our social media. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna see your social media handle, real quick, which is Tjab1. So the letter T J A B and the number one. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can, uh, you know, when I listen to podcasts and I'm listening to the people on it, I love to have a visual of who I'm actually listening to. So I like to go try to find them on social media before I listen to the podcast, so I can have a visual of uh, of who I'm listening to. So. I want to get that out there right away but well, uh sense. right and you're super impressive so people need to look at you and realize <laughs> who i'm talking to because you know a lot of uh, what we're going to talk about will make a lot more sense if they can realize who they're actually hearing right now so <laughs> <laughs> well right?
1: thank you for calling me impressive i just i don't i don't think is uh of myself as being impressive <laughs> I, just, well, you are, huh? I just do what I do and try and try and do it the best I can
0: you know I want to get more into that later because I don't know why whatever you do like I think a lot of us want to know what the hell that is so <laughs> <laughs> that's for damn sure you need to spread that knowledge girl don't hide that don't don't, don't keep that yourself. but um uh what was I gonna say I don't even remember what I was gonna say I'm like squirrels sometimes but um uh, when they do find your, your social media, you're private. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to have to request you or else they can go to the Valor page because, you know, obviously we know one another because my business, Valor Fitness Clothing. Um, so they can find you all over the Valor <laughs> page. They can have an idea that way. But you're in San Luis Obispo, uh, mm-hmm. people listening, it's, a, uh, it's, it's Central California between Los Angeles and uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, they might know the movie Aaron Brockovich. You know, everybody knows Aaron Brockovich, Julia Roberts, Avalon Beach, the 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 oil spill, and stuff like that. So, right, right. isn't an idea that was right in San Luis Obispo. But, um, how long have you lived there? Like, where are you from?
1: Okay, so I'm originally born and raised Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, and I moved out to California to for college. So um, I got a full right track scholarship to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. And that is where I stayed. <laughs> you know, it was funny. Just- wow did you,
0: uh, did you get other offers or uh, what other offers did you have?
1: Oh, um, believe it or not, even though I am five, three and a half, I had a shit ton of basketball scholarship offers.
0: And I'm sorry if I'm nice. cussing.
1: I do cuss a lot. If that offends anyone, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on my podcast, you know. I did a little intro, and I was like, "Excuse my language. If you're offended, I don't really care. But this is what it is. They can yes. go listen somewhere else." But yes, yes, with yes. all due
1: respect.
0: <laughs> as long as you say with all due respect, you're <laughs> good, right?
1: Yes. So get that out the way. With all due respect. <laughs> yeah. So I did. I got a lot of basketball scholarship offers and um, and tracks. So throughout. Arizona, Colorado, got a couple of offers out in New York, Montana, and I just landed on California.
0: Why did you choose uh, track over basketball?
1: I'm sorry, what's that?
0: Why did you choose track over basketball?
1: Uh, well, so I blew out my knee the beginning of my junior year in high school. Uh, I had ACL reconstruction. I tore my ACL um, MCL, chipped my femur bone, and tore my meniscus. Oh, that's it? Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, we bounce back.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that's it. And so the the surgeon I had in Colorado was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't play basketball anymore, um, and you might lose speed. You might not be able to participate in track anymore. So that was kind of like, okay, yeah, you said that, but that's not going to happen. So, um, I rehabbed like crazy. I uh, didn't play basketball anymore after that, but then just definitely focused on track. I have been running track for a very long time.
0: What did you, uh, what, what did you, uh, run in track? Like what was your, what were your events?
1: I was a sprinter, hundred, two hundred, four by one and four by four.
0: Gotcha. I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but and when I went to San Luis Obispo for a photo shoot, you uh, we had to little, we had to do a little sprinting. And what happened? I what happened, to Dude,
1: I pulled my hamstring. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> I think I, I think I, I audio I think I video recorded that and put it in some stories, and I've had fun with. It. I still have that. I have to.
1: Can you read that? I was, that was so sad. That. I wasn't even like in full sprint. Uh- <laughs>
0: Well, you know what we're not any younger. Speaking of speaking of which, who is? Am I younger than you, or are you younger than me? I think I'm older than you. I'm 44, and we'll go July as my month.
1: Okay, so I'm older than you by like a few months. I'm 44, and yeah. 45 in April.
0: Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's nice to find somebody that I'm actually younger than. You know, I don't <laughs> find that very often. I need to. I need to thank you for that. My first guess is boosting my ego a little bit. See, now. There it is. look amazing um, uh, for 44 oh thank you one is there a significance to your ig handle is there anything behind that uh
1: no it's just i've changed my ig handle a couple of times just because i've had some issues with some followers so um hence that's why my my account is private because i've had some issues and uh, so i just changed it a couple of times just kind of mixed some letters up and there it is. T-job one was what it is.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about that. I've obviously brought that up to you. First of all, I think we, we met on social media in like 2018 mm-hmm. and you had around like nine, ten thousand 10,000 followers. I'm not sure where you're at now, but uh, as a private account. And I think I've tried to get you multiple times to make your account public because you would easily have 200 300,000 followers if your account was public people you're like the ninth wonder of the world on IG people love you you get reposted by everybody it's just you 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 people in so many different communities you know they 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 feel a connection to you and that's that's one of the things that, that I love about you is you know many people that I that I chat with you know you're brought up often and they feel like, you know, they know you and they feel like that they have a connection with you, which is awesome. That's a great trait.
1: You know, that's that's pretty crazy. I find that seriously bizarre. I just I don't know why. I just I don't know. I just I feel that I'm not, you know, all that special. <laughs> I mean, I'm special in my own way. <laughs> Don't get me. (laughs) But you know, I'm, I'm I'm always in awe that people find me inspiring, or or you know, ask me questions. By no means am I a personal trainer. I don't try to pretend I'm not a professional athlete. I don't compete. I don't do any of that. So I'm always in awe when people want to try and pick my brain to learn some things. I just so I'm humbled.
0: You know, a lot of times that's just, you know, people trying to to, uh, have conversation. You know, people say that often, like, you know, people say in the gym or walk by the street, like, oh, my God, look at you. And it's just, you know, a courtesy. But, Mm -hmm. you know, also people genuinely find inspiration in different ways. And we never know what we're doing to inspire somebody else. Or sometimes, honestly, we never even know what's going to inspire us until all of a sudden, boom, we're inspired. You know what I mean? So you know, you know, all I know is that people are definitely inspired and, and interested. Like I said, you're like the ninth wonder of the world <laughs> in my book. So, <laughs> you know, you know what's cool about IG is, uh, you know, IG is the new like, it's taken over. Like when we were kids, because we we're both old as shit. <laughs> when we were kids, there was two knobs on the fucking TV, yep. and we had two through twelve. Yep. You know, yep. when we were kids, we, we didn't. I didn't even have my first. Uh, video game So i think i was like 13 or 14 so literally the only thing people had in common was whatever they watched on channel 2 through 12 Mm -hmm. now you know there's netflix there's hulu there's nobody even watches uh local tv anymore hbo and espn have 97 channels each showtime has 49 you know there's just so many different platforms that nobody can Nobody out there, no, not everybody watches the same thing, but the one thing that this whole world has in common is almost everybody has an IG. Right. So people IG, you know, these IG celebrities out there, um, you know, they're more popular than some actors and actresses nowadays because everybody has an IG, but everybody doesn't have Amazon Prime or everybody doesn't have, you know, Kulu or Netflix, stuff like that. So, you know, whatever. Very whatever. true. So you, you talked to, I have a quick question that always fascinates me. You talked real quick that you changed your handle because you have haters. Why do you think, <laughs> explain that to me. Like, Who would hate on you? Why? What do they say? Do I need to beat somebody's ass? Like, do we need to plan a road trip somewhere? <laughs> you know, we got a Valor family that can go around and just smash some heads if we want to. Right? You know? Let's
1: get the posse rounded. Um, no, it's, yes, I, I wouldn't, well, of course there's haters in whoever you are. There's always going to be somebody that doesn't like the way you look. Um, that doesn't like the way you speak that doesn't, There's so many, um, I've had a lot of hateful comments and that's not the reason why I've changed my handle a couple of times. It's literally, I've had people try and kind of figure out where I am <laughs> and that kind of freaks me out a little bit. You know, I, I, I don't want somebody sh- popping up at work or popping up at my house like, Oh, hi, you're rude. You know, it's just, it's real. So I've had um, a couple of threats and um, so, yeah, that's, that's why I've changed my handle a couple of times. I've actually even considered closing my account just because it's like, you know what, this isn't worth it. I don't, I don't even want to deal with this.
0: I noticed you're, uh, you're not nearly, I mean, I know, I know uh, I'm not going to bring up what kind of work you do, but I know that um, (laughs) you're very, very busy. And I noticed you haven't been nearly as active on social media within probably like the last, like, I would say six or seven months, as opposed to when we first met. You were, you know, posting all the time, super active, but you have really calmed down. Does that have anything to do with it also?
1: No, not at all. I'm just I've been just hella busy.
0: <laughs> uh, girl, I know what you do. So I know I know you have been.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I've just been hella busy. Um and I, I'm still working out. I still have my office quickies. I still do what I do, my push-ups, pull-ups, and all that sort of thing. I just, it's, life has just gotten crazy busy for me ever since COVID popped off. So that's why.
0: That using that Beckford bar? I sent that to you.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes. I love that thing. I used it today, actually.
0: <laughs> if Ian listens, Ian's a founder of Beckford bar, you're welcome. You're getting a little pump right here, Ian. Um, that's Awesome. You know what,
1: Sam?
0: Who do you think would win in a push-up challenge, me or you? Come on. Do you want some of this?
1: Uh, well, come on. Bring it. I think I might win.
0: Really? How many push-ups do. do you knock out right now?
1: Well, it's, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of push-ups? There's some, you know, we got to close oh, up here. Like, are these just regular push-ups? Are these diamond yeah. push-ups? You know, what kind of push-ups? And what time frame like 20 seconds 30 seconds what do you want to exhaustion how many can you do
0: that would, they, don't answer a question with a question tag. come on <laughs> the question was how many damn push-ups could you do right now to exhaustion
1: i think i could i could bang 55
0: oh 60. i can i can even my fat covet ass right now <laughs> Actually, <laughs> so, you know i don't even know i'm just talking shit so but uh I, I gotta put that in there you know uh my good friend alex from canada came in uh she came down and, visited, and uh you know alex right
1: yes i do she's um yeah she is something else that woman is she's amazing
0: she is she yes, is amazing she is. you know she's uh, a, a professional competitive bodybuilder. And we had a, me and her, she was talking a little bit of ish. So we had to do a little <laughs> arm wrestle challenge. You remember that, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that.
0: Do you want some of this arm wrestling, Tam? Come on, your guns what, are massive. You,
1: you know what? It's hilarious. What people ask me all the time. I mean, it's just like random people. I had a couple of, um, I hired a couple of temps uh, here recently. And the one kid, I, I've never met him just comes in and says hi introduced himself and was like oh hey you want you want to arm wrestle i'm all seriously. <laughs> 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 that's the weirdest thing i get that a lot Sam,
0: your arms are the ninth wonder of the world too i'm telling you you're just <laughs> telling you you're, you're impressive so it's like it's just a natural i'm telling you people like will often say that thing just as uh you know not only insecure i mean but it's true people are insecurities make them say things but uh they look at you and there's like, wow, like, Oh my God. And you know, it's, it's a little bit conversation and a little bit, maybe competitive juices, you know?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. That's,
0: that's funny. We, we, uh, I think we had a, I think we had a fake donut eating competition in San Luis, but we didn't have an arm arm wrestling challenge. No,
1: we didn't. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to do something about that.
0: I don't know. You, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> Sam, how did we meet? Tell the people on here how we met.
1: Okay, so I'm not quite sure if I followed you first or if you followed me first. Because, okay, so back it up. My account wasn't always private. It was public for probably about a year. And then after some things happened, then, um, then I chose to go private. <clears throat> so I'm not quite sure who followed who first. Yeah, But anyway... It happened, and I placed my first order with your company at Valor Fitness Clothing.
0: You did, and it's so funny. I Back then, You know, I, that was like when I first started this. I think my website was just up, and, and you know, I'm getting like one order a week, so I'm obviously, I'm like, I'm a newbie. I'm totally geeked out. I'm like trying to look up everybody, <laughs> and I'm not going to say what your last name is, but you have the same last name as somebody that I went to high school with, so And it's a very unique last name, Mm -hmm. and see, you're in the same town because I went to high school in that in the town you live in. So I was like, "What?" And so uh, I had to reach out, and I was like, "Are you related?" Actually, it's spelled a little differently. I I didn't realize that till later, but yeah, you were one of my the very first people to buy to buy Valor, and I'll never forget that.
1: (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't even realize that that, you know, that you had just recently started that that it was fairly new for you. I remember seeing and it was on your page. I hadn't even followed um, the Valor page. I was it was your page that you had posted something on there and just kind of introducing your company, what you do, what you stand for. And I was like, dude, how could I not support this? So then I placed um, I placed my first order. And the rest is where we are today.
0: <laughs> that is so awesome! I still remember. That. I love that. I'm like, I have the biggest stupid smile on my face right now. I told you <laughs> yeah, when I talk to you. <laughs> what, about, what about the first time we met in real life? Like, I got a funny behind story that you might not know about that. What about the first time we met in real life?
1: The first time we met in real life was in LA. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was, um, I was there for training, um, for work, and and I hit you up and told you I was going to be down there.
0: And I was like, I need some pictures of you <laughs> in Ballard gear. Yes. You know, uh, that was, uh, you know, obviously, my, well, not obviously, some people out there listening might not know, but my clothing line, I'm an act in recovery, um, uh, an alcoholic in recovery. Um, And my clothing line is dedicated to aiding and inspiring and helping out those, you know, in addiction recovery, any form of recovery. When I first started it, when I first started the paperwork process, I was sober. But then in the first like two years, I was actually relapsing. So the day we met in Santa Monica at Muscle Beach, Mm -hmm. I was so over because that was a relapse time for me. I was throwing up on the way to meet you. I was super paranoid because I'm like, I didn't have any of my sober AF gear out yet. It was all just baller. I hadn't realized that I was going to take it that to that angle, to the sober AF angle. But I was so hungover when we met at the original Muscle Beach. You know, people people hear Muscle Beach, and they think the one in Venice with the weights and stuff like that. But the mm-hmm. original Muscle Beach is next to Santa Monica Pier. It's where all the rings and, and stuff like that are. There's mm-hmm. actually no weights. It's original. So that's where we met there, and we did a mini little shoot, just you and I, which was so much fun.
1: Right, right. I had no yeah. clue. Literally, I was so hungry. I, had no I clue.
0: was literally throwing up the whole time <laughs> to go meet you. I almost called you and like canceled, you know, because that's what we do when we're an active addiction and in relapse. We, we flake and cancel everything, but I was like, I can't miss this opportunity. So we met like at what, eight, nine o'clock in the morning, too, something like that?
1: Yeah, it took me forever. That LA traffic is no joke. <laughs> I was like, oh, it says it's 15 minutes away. I'll be there in 15 minutes. No, it took me like 45 minutes to an hour. Man,
0: that's crazy. Yeah, that, welcome. You're in San Luis oh, You're in the area you're in. I've already said your town. Damn it. Um, yeah.
1: Not so cool. It's cool. But, San Luis Obispo. It's fine. It's, you know, you've been here. It's beautiful here. You know, just like it is down in Santa Monica, any other parts of California, it's very beautiful here. Very, it's smaller though. You know, we don't have all that crazy, mad traffic like LA and you know up in the Bay Area. So it's just, it's, it's serene.
0: Tim, I went to high school there. I graduated from High School, and then I, I didn't go to Cal Poly. I went to Cuesta. I went to Junior College in the Valley in Visalia, and I played football out there. And then I came back, and I never went to Cal Poly, but I went to Cuesta. So you and I are the same age, Mm -hmm. and we were. you came there your freshman year in college, so we were there at the same time. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my God, how different our lives were. Um, (laughs) This is going to get me into (laughs) – When we were in San Luis Obispo at the same time, I was a fucking hot mess, just train wrecked, just just running through that town with destructive force. (laughs) And you were probably – studying and, and just working out and and tell me what your college life was like. Tell me what, what, like your routine or tell me about your life in college. Like, what did you do?
1: Okay. So when I first got here at Cal Poly, um, I did not live on campus. I lived off campus in an off-campus apartment um, just because it was kind of a last minute decision um, that I was going to come out here. I had never been to California. I always thought that I would either go to school either Arizona, probably Colorado, but I know I want I knew I want to be somewhere warm because I was tired of the damn cold. <laughs> right? So Colorado's nice, you know, summers are great. It's hot, you know, low humidity, dry air, which is perfect in the summer, but I hate being cold. And the, what did it for me is my birthday is the, the end of, at the end of April. And I was in high school and it was my senior year and we had track practice, but it snowed at the end of April, it snowed. And you know what? That was my, my decision point. Like, yeah, I'm getting the hell out of Colorado. I've got to go someplace. I got to go someplace else. And then, so my track coach at the time in high school contacted the track coach that was here at Cal Poly. And uh, she, she arranged for me to, you know, come out here and visit the campus and all that. Well, that didn't happen. I came to Cal Poly site and see. I never even came here, visit the campus or anything before I did that last minute decision to come here. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, so it was pretty crazy. But when, uh, when I got here, it was like I said, last minute decision, I had to get an off campus apartment. Uh, So life for me was slightly different. That whole freshman thing, you know, camaraderie and all that stuff. But I was I was on the track team, so my life was fourteen to sixteen units of you know schoolwork and and track. And for anyone who knows that you're a college athlete, especially on any kind of scholarship, um, to keep your scholarship, you have to perform well. So being a student athlete was like having a job, and your job came before, you know, academics. And I know that's taboo, whatever, because, oh, all the coaches want to say push, push school, but that's not realistic. (laughs) Realistically, that's not what happened for me anyway. So um, track track was life.
0: I only went to junior college. I only played sports in junior college. But I know the first day you walked into school, the professors would come up to you, they'd pull the athletes aside after the first day of school, and they'd be like, all right. Listen, I know you play football or track, whatever. Have a great season. Hopefully, I never see you again. The rest of the first semester, <laughs> or the some professors hated that the, the the athlete privilege, and they pull the polls aside, and they would be like, "If you miss one single day, I'm going to flunk you." Right. So. That's what happened to me, uh, but that was in junior college, and not. And you, you went to a, a four year school. You know, the reality is these schools make so much money off sports, and how much they get from the NCAA. Exactly, so and so yeah, topic. no, you're yeah. right
1: there. Um, <laughs> teachers wouldn't like treat you differently, or or give you, um, you know, let you have any kind of leeway or anything like that. No, they were on your ass. And they would tell you, yeah, like, if you miss my class again. So I remember one time I was dog-ass tired. I had two-a-days. Um, Weights in the morning, then would go to class all day and then have track practice after class. And one the next morning I woke up and I was like, okay, I'm just not feeling this stuff o'clock class. So I didn't show up. Do you know that instructor went and found my track coach? Oh, yeah. yeah. I believe
0: it. Yeah. I, I, that has happened to me. That happened to me and the same thing with my football coach.
1: Yeah. Jim, I'm sorry, I can't sure. hear you very well. I don't know what I did.
0: You are you're kind of cutting in and out. Hopefully the listeners can hear things, but um <laughs> yeah, you're kind of you can you hear me now?
1: No, it's super low.
0: You can't hear me at I, all.
1: I can hear you, but it's it's low.
0: Okay. Um hopefully the recording is coming through. We'll we'll find that out. Okay. But so what were you doing? So the whole time you were in college playing sports, were you out at the bars? Were you out on Hygara Street? Were you out of Marsh Street? <laughs> were you out at O'Malley's was big then? Uh, Firestone Grill was popping off. Were you out living the, uh, the 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 adult life like drinking and partying or were you just all by the book? No,
1: not my first couple of years of college. I was strictly by the book. I was schoolwork, practice, schoolwork, practice. I didn't even start going to parties till like my second year, third year.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Did you ever live in Cedar uh, Creek or Mustang Village? Nope.
1: I never. I lived on Foothill Boulevard, 505 Foothill Boulevard.
0: <laughs>
1: oh,
0: wow. Right, right. Yeah. That's a, is that by um, the, the Albertsons? It right is. There?
1: Or was. Now it's something else California Fresh Market. You remember Scott and Lacey Peterson, right? You yes, Scott yes Peterson? I do.
0: They had that. Uh, our listeners, if you don't know Scott and Lacey Peterson, I'm not going to bring it up, but it's a horrible mm-hmm. story. But they own uh, the restaurant on Foothill. They opened one called the Shack for a yep. while, but then and then moved back to Modesto, uh, wherever
1: Modesto, or wherever they're from. But I remember that. Um, All
0: yeah. right, uh, so you 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 you're married and you have a mm-hmm. son, handsome son, and you're very private about about. Um, I've never even I've never even seen a picture of your husband. I've seen a picture of your adorable son. I think he's uh, eight. I think the last picture I saw, you guys were. Laying down, and he had a big old smile. And was missing a couple of teeth, maybe.
1: <laughs> I post a, I post a couple of pics on on my story. Oh wait, here, let me hit this. Yeah, can you hear me, can you hear me better? I can hear you fine. Okay, well, I can't hear you.
0: Okay, all uh-huh. that great. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna have to speak loud. Hopefully, I'm not blowing my the listeners' eardrums out. So, how old were you when you met your husband?
1: Um I
0: was let's see here. Nineteen. Oh, so you met in college. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. You know, I haven't I haven't like I said, I've never seen a picture of your husband, nothing. Be honest about this. Who'd win in a fight? You or your husband?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm or I'm pretty food. I don't know, I'm pretty feisty, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you <were looking laughs> <bad at something.
1: laughs> I, i'm pretty i'm pretty feisty uh,
0: uh, so you guys have been married 25 years we're together 25 years that's yeah. awesome um you know when you were in college talk to me about traveling like when you traveled and about when you guys went to other schools did you get uh you know one of the joys of, of going to college and playing sports is you do get to travel around see right. other cities uh, it's a, a benefit did you I know, I know when, when I did, we weren't able to really do anything. Um, But were you able to, you know, if you guys went over to, you know, if you went to, you know, whatever, Oregon or Washington or, you know, uh, were you able to enjoy or like see the cities at all?
1: Uh, Jim? Okay, cool. You're still there. (laughs) Um, So not really. Uh, Just, just like your experiences, we didn't have much time to go around um to explore anything we had a curfew um so our coaches watched that that very closely just to make sure that we were in and well rested and well fed so that we could compete the next day there was not a whole lot of going out anywhere
0: yeah I'll ask you another question for me obviously I'm in action recovery and my full blown addiction didn't take off until sports stopped because you know my identity From 12 years old till when college sports stopped, I was obsessed. And I just played sports, played sports, played sports. It took up all my time. And then for me, when sports stopped, I had all this free time. And I had all these things, godful things that happened to me as a boy that I had just suppressed in and not dealt with that were all of a sudden right there. And that's when, you know, I hadn't dealt with anything. I didn't know how to deal with it, So I turned to alcohol and drugs. And that's when my full on addiction took over when my sports stopped. I didn't have that anymore. Um, You know, I know, you know, sports can be a big part of our identity when you played it so long and for you as as well. How was your transition when college sports stopped for you? Was there, was there an issue? Was it fine? Like tell me about that. Okay.
1: So yeah, I started very early with sports. Um, I, it was easy for me to excel in sports, regardless of what it was. I, played flag football, um, ran track. I played basketball. I played volleyball. Uh, so I've always been active. Um, I started running track when I was in junior high school in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And, um, just from then on into college is I competed, whether it was, you know, uh, summer, summer track, summer clubs, um, and all those different kinds of things. So by the time I got to um, my senior year at Cal Poly, uh, I was pretty much burnt out. I was really burnt out. We had started indoor track um, my junior year at Cal Poly. So uh, we would basically not have a whole season uh, off downtime. You know what I mean? So I was burnt out by my senior year. So when it ended for me, I was actually kind of relieved. Although I could have continued my track career I just chose not to Mm -hmm. and I have a lot of people ask me why I didn't continue and it's just because I was tired (laughs) I was literally exhausted and even now to this day I get questions of people asking me if if I regretted it and I don't I really don't I think um I mean you know I still follow track I still watch track it was my love and I did it for such a long uh, but I don't regret the decision that I made not to continue.
0: So what did you do with all that extra free time then? School's over, tracks done? Did you walk right into your career? All of a sudden you have all this free time? Did you did you feel like maybe you, you were done? so obviously you didn't feel like your identity was lost where you know for me, I felt like I, my identity, my identity right. was a football player and an athlete right. my whole life. Did, what did you do with all that extra time? How
1: did you deal uh, well, with that mentally? I, um, honestly, I didn't work out for probably a good year, two year, two and a half years after track ended for me. I, um, I, I got a job and it was just part-time work until um, I wanted to figure out what career path I wanted to take. Uh, so that job that I'm speaking of that was part-time is still what I am doing today <laughs> So, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There so, um, like I said, I didn't work out for a long time. I didn't, I just didn't want to, I, I was done with that scene. And then, you know, a couple years after that, it's like, okay, you know, it's, it, I need to tighten back up some things. And, and plus, you know, it's a nice stress reliever, you know, for anyone, for me, particularly, especially now, um, because my job is, has become very stressful and, and just in general, just things that are going on in the world and different things like that. So it's a huge stress reliever for me. Uh, so slowly but surely, I start to get back into the groove of things. And then, you know, you get older, you have a kid, you still want to look good, right? <laughs> you know, I just... Your son's eight. You you had your kid eight years ago. Dude, I know.
0: So I was
1: 36. Yeah, that's old. Yeah, that's wild.
0: That's wild. So, um, you know, I often just, uh, you know, it's, it's so funny how different our times after uh, college sports were. I, that's where my addiction went full blast. I became an everyday drinker. Life just was spiraling out of control because I never dealt with the problems that I had just pushed down. I just kept pushing them down with alcohol. You know, and I absolutely like, I absolutely love that you've never dealt with addiction. And I I genuinely, sincerely mean that. I feel, I, I love it when people have not because this is a nasty disease. I don't wish it on anybody. And so to hear that your life was so much different makes me so happy. You know, I don't, I wouldn't, you know, I am who I am. My story is my story and I embrace it and I love it. I'm not afraid, ashamed of it anymore. I was ashamed of it for a long time, but I no longer am. But, uh, you know, in active addiction, even early recovery, I was never, I never could be genuinely happy for somebody else. I always wanted people to hurt like I hurt because I hurt inside and hurt people, Hurt people. And I hurt inside so much good stuff that happened to me. And then that translates. I never dealt with it into alcohol and drug addiction and that just destroyed my life until I was four years old and able to face it and deal with it and, and finally start talking about it. But people that don't know that and have never dealt with it, like yourself, and I love hearing how our stories were so different. You know, you you're, you got married and you had kids and you started your career. I started fucking playing with fucking dynamite. <laughs> Why not you know, I get addicted to fucking drugs and alcohol? Ruin my life. lose houses. You know, fucking just torment everybody along the way, it's like, oh man. But um uh, let me uh, as far as sports goes, I, I I had a dream last night. And this is funny. Do you ever have um do you have dreams about your glory days athletically? Because <laughs> I too it seems like the more I do I have more glory days no, you so know
1: So sad do you have, have work dreams. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah I, I have I, I have work dreams and dreams about work
0: <laughs> i don't even know if those are
1: called nightmares to some but
0: i remember those because i uh, for a long time i worked in the same
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: field you did and so man I I, I I worked in the same field you did for right? seven years so i know really exactly you're without saying what you do um i know your mm-hmm. field i know it well I know it's a very male-dominated field. Like females in your career, although um, I'm sorry, I'm females in field uh, are few and far mm-hmm. between. And so, talk to me about that. You know, you're a female in a in a male-dominated right. field. Uh, you know, you started you started uh, you you moved up within the company, but it, you weren't always in a in a position of of authority talk to me about about how it was um
1: so i think what has helped me um to kind of or i think what attracted me to this field is the fact that i do get along really well with with male with men Um, but i think being a tomboy i grew up as a tomboy i'm the youngest of 10 kids And all my sisters were older than I was, and my brother. Of course, obviously, I'm young, the youngest of ten kids. But I grew up with my brother and his friends. There weren't very many little girls around uh, when I was growing up, so I had all these boys to play with, and hence football, flag football, and that sort of thing. Um, So I think that's kind of what helped me to feel comfortable in in this industry and in my position. I, I just, I don't, I think I'm, I, this is going to sound weird, but I think I'm like one of the guys. And I think that's how they view me as well, even though I have an authority, an authoritative position now, but I, I don't, um, I don't come across as, as being not at all. Um, how do I want to say this?
0: you can whoop their ass is pretty much what you're saying like you
1: basically yes and i'm not afraid
0: i get can you hear me
1: hey are you there sorry i don't know what happened
0: either do i we're gonna have to it's, it's maybe i don't know this is my first episode so maybe uh anchor who i do this podcast to decided uh we're too long but whatever we're <laughs> starting another one we're we're wrapping it up, anyways. But alrighty then.
1: Yeah, there it is.
0: So the I left off saying you can pretty much open hand slap anybody upside the head and they'll listen to you, but,
1: right? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even know where it cut off, but I was saying that you know I'm sympathetic and empathetic to everyone's situation or at least I try to be, um, but I, I'm not afraid to you know to put my foot down and and kick some ass if I need to.
0: You got to, Uh, but, you know, naturally when, when, in, in your, in your industry, you know, males, they, they, they come in and they, and the initial thing, they see a female and a woman, uh, you know, an authoritative position in -hmm. in your industry, they probably naturally want to, you know, test you a little bit. Do you get a lot of that? Right. New employees testing you?
1: Um, not so much. And I think that is because of, um, the older employees that I have here you know what yeah, i mean really you know, people talk and i don't know what they're always saying but i do know that my older guys that i have here um they know what i can do i've done what they've done and i've done it just as good if not better than they have so they know my background so when the new pups come in and you know these guys are helping me train them and and all that sort of thing i think they kind of you know they talk and they know that i i i don't mess around i don't play
0: I love that, mhm, so you, know, you started your career, obviously right now we're in twenty twenty one and the uh, I think everything's changed a lot since you started this and you know that career probably around two thousand Has it always been
1: that way I, you know it's it's i I want to say too part of it is the type of person you are, you know what I mean, like I said, these guys know what I'm capable of, they know that I have the same work ethic as they do um you know, I, I am just because I sit behind a desk and I, you know, dress differently or I have authority. I'm not afraid to get down and dirty. I'll get down right with them and get down in the trenches right with them. And I think your employees will expect uh, respect you more when they, when they see that. So I don't have. You
0: start, you start down in the trenches, right?
1: I did. I did. Right. And I'm not afraid to go back down there. If I see something that needs to be fixed or that needs someone needs help with something, I'm going to get down there and I'm going to do it with them.
0: I, I've worked in your industry for seven years. I started at the bottom before I became a management also. That is, your industry is physically one of the most demanding nonstop. That stuff does not stop. It is, you have to be so on top of your toes mentally and mm-hmm. physically for the whole time. It is, mentally and physically, it's the most difficult job I've ever had in my life. And, you know, because of that job, that job catapulted me into great opportunities that I, you know i ended up fucking up because i was an alcoholic and a drunk <laughs> all the time but but just because i had that position on my resume it got me a lot of clout so mm-hmm. that what you do is what you do is uh trust me i have mad respect for that you've done mm-hmm. it for so long so i did it so uh, we're gonna wrap up here i just got a couple questions we're almost done here okay. um hopefully we can tie this together if you can meet one person from social media from ig a man or woman who—who's one person on 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 IG or social media that you would just you know that you, as a follower that you follow and follow you back that you would just geek out and love to meet in real life.
1: Okay, so that's not a fair question.
0: <laughs> it is. It's totally fair.
1: No, it is not. Oh my no. gosh! So there's there's. not gonna piss
0: anybody <laughs> off. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> I mean, i have already met you so I can check that off my list. <laughs> 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 right you know i love you jim i think you're great i've you you, you know how i feel about you man
0: and I, I love it i th- I love you so much and i do so but let's talk about somebody else now okay so um
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy and i'm gonna i know that you want to wrap this up but i want something i want to say i got something i want to say <laughs> we got time. I, got, I got
0: a list of questions i haven't started but these are gonna be fun but i want to i'm excited to hear who jab One wants to meet in real life?
1: Oh my gosh! Okay, so there's so many. There are so many. Uh, are no, so I many. mean, okay, so here I have to explain this, right? So, um, I have some dope followers, and I, it, IG, you can build such an awesome community of people who support you, and who can hate you at the same time, but who will will support you. T- and t- I have. Weeks. some of the most badass women who support me and who follow me and you know it's it's awesome it's amazing um one of the people of course I would love to meet would be Alex I I just I just want to meet her cuz she's my god look at her I mean just besides looking at her just to hear her story and yes like you said I'm not um in recovery I've never personally had to deal with that myself. My family members have suffered from that. So I have seen it. Um haven't had to really directly, you know, deal with it myself. So it amazes me when I meet people who have overcome that and have turned their whole life around. And that just, I am in awe of that. And um, actually on IG, I have a pretty damn good following of people who are in recovery. And then that's, that's all on you, Jim. That's because of you. <laughs> I would have never met any of these people. And these are some crazy ass dope people. Um, so just, Alex. Just
0: to interrupt real quick. To interrupt real quick. We're talking about Alex in Canada. Because yes. I have a couple of different Alexes. I have another Alex that joined the Valor family recently. She's a, absolutely amazing. Adore her. She's from San Diego. Lives in New York now. But you're referring 100% to Alex, Alex in Canada. Exactly.
1: Who,
0: yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I just want to clear that up for people that might be listening. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, Saja is another one. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly is another one
0: Saya. Saya
1: would be another. She's from,
0: she's from Colorado. I don't know. If she, yeah. I don't know if she knew that you're from there.
1: I don't think so. I've, I, um, no, I don't think so, but yes, I'm from Colorado. So she's another yeah. one that I would, um, absolutely just love to meet. Um, shoot. Uh, who else is there? I have a list. <laughs> There's a lot of
0: people. <laughs> I said one, you've named two. So, okay. <laughs> well, well, if you
1: let me keep talking, I'll list a whole lot more. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, I, I have a, I have I have a, I have a list also, but uh, okay. I, I wanted to hear, I want to hear what you had to say. So if you want yeah. to say some more, say some more, this is your forum right now.
1: Oh, thank you. No, um, I just have just, like I said, uh, some amazing, it's really crazy how, you have never met any of these people, but yet they're, they back you and they support you and it's a constant support, you know, support system. So it's awesome. I
0: have, I have. In the beginning of this, you're, you're involved in uh, you're a part of multiple different communities and that, and what blows my mind with you, especially when I first, we first became friends is you have a huge following. You get so many fucking comments on all your posts. You don't (laughs) post as much anymore. But you get so many damn comments, and you respond right the fuck away. I'm like, this girl working 17 hours a day. How does she respond to every single comment right away? Like you're on top of shit. It <laughs> blows my mind. But you have such an awesome following. Whether you have a, you're, you're following with a group of women that fitness women is mind blowing. I, I love them all. I can rattle mm-hmm. off some names. I can rattle off Gabby, Tammy, Melissa, mm-hmm. you know, say Alex. Your, your fitness community is just is mind-blowing your women and how dedicated and supportive you guys are to one another um man i love it and it's it's, it's, it's i
1: love it so mm-hmm. it is it's pretty damn awesome
0: i'm gonna rapid fire some questions at you real quick it's going to determine whether we can still be friends or not but before i do this
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> before i do this did you want to add any more to that
1: uh yeah i I just uh, you mentioned a few names, but yeah, I could keep going forever, and I don't want to offend anybody because I didn't mention some people or whatever, but like I said, I have a great group of of women and men both that I follow and who support me, and everybody's great and dope, so yes everybody. well I'm gonna
0: cut you off to save you from it off.
1: okay, so let's do this
0: Alright, so this is like this is kind of important you know this this determines whether I ever talk to you again or not You'll talk to. Me. <laughs> are you ready let's do it i was, right i'm gonna just gonna just launch some questions at you all right justin bieber or justin timberlake timberlake Ooh, football baseball basketball
1: football ice cream or brownies oh brownies I'm lactose intolerant. Unless that's dairy free ice cream, then I'm down for the ice cream, but I go with brownies and the the edges. I like the edges. I don't like the middle. (laughs) I will eat
0: the edges. And it
1: drives everybody crazy because I will cut the edges off and eat the edges and leave the middle. (laughs) You still there?
0: Yeah, this is nuts, man. I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to try to spice this together, but whatever. All right. So that's our sign. We need to wrap up. But I still got some more questions. I'm not done with you yet. Okay. Okay,
1: come on.
0: You chose out of Justin Bieber and Timberlake, you took Timberlake. Baseball, basketball, (laughs) football, you did what? Football. Ice cream, brownies, you took brownies. Coffee or tea?
1: Coffee.
0: Stairs or elevator? Stairs. Who? Usher or Drake? (laughs) Usher. Macy's or Ross?
1: Ross, I am not fancy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Shanlow's Brisbane thing. Woodstock's pizza or Papa John's?
1: Uh mm.
0: lactose intolerant, but whatever.
1: Yeah, neither. Do I have a choice? Mm-hmm. I would go neither.
0: That's not a choice.
1: Okay, fine, Woodstock.
0: <laughs> uh Apple Farm or Madonna Inn?
1: It's Apple Farm. Ooh, for what? Mm-hmm. The hotel or restaurant? For the bakery.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For the listeners, that's a San Luis Obispo. It's two uh, resorts. So not resorts, but like places. All right, your toilet paper, over the top or under the bottom?
1: Over the top. Drives me crazy. (laughs)
0: Los Angeles or Denver?
1: Okay, because it snows in Colorado, I would have to go with LA.
0: Yes! I love it. Let me get you a Dodgers hat, Lakers hat, and the Chargers are in LA now. (laughs) Chargers are in LA. All right. Is your Christmas tree still up?
1: No. Christmas tree is down.
0: (laughs) Today, for the record, is I think January 12th, I believe, or 13th. When did you take it down?
1: Christmas tree was down on, okay, people are probably going to hate me. January 2nd. (laughs) Why are people going to hate you? Well, because everybody's like, you know, like oh gosh, I keep my tree up all the month of January. It's like, why? <laughs> but no, it's down. <laughs> January second, that bad boy was down.
0: Good. All right. Last question. Is die hard a Christmas movie?
1: Yes, that's a classic Christmas movie. <laughs> God I'm I think, we're, I think we're
0: batting like I think I think we're batting about seventy percent right now, so you're doing good. All right. Really? So. I,
1: what 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 did I miss? Or what did you not yeah. like
0: <laughs> the beeps? come on really? you know the, the
1: beeps. Come, come on, on. Really? are you get oh, me when he yeah. the
0: oh my god yes yeah. uh ice cream uh, well
1: i um, know your ice cream but brownies i like the edges of the brownie i cut the edges off and eat the edges and leave the middle
0: what <laughs> too, so we're good but um you know, Tam, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for your time. I I, seriously, I adore the hell. How do you know that? And you're my first guest on a podcast. I love it. Hopefully this, I can splice this together and it's not going to be three separate episodes. Right. That'd be kind of (laughs) crazy. You know, I try to get you, do I, or do I not try to get you in every single Valor photo shoot?
1: You do. And I appreciate that. You always, (laughs) and I always feel bad. And I was like, damn it, Tim, I can't make it. But you know, I, I honestly, and I say this, I am humbled and I'm so honored that you want me at every single one of your shoots. It never happens. It's happened once, twice, <laughs> but yes. it, it just, the timing is just, it just, something's always going on. So, um, but one of these days we'll meet up we can make it happen. Once this,
0: over, once this COVID stuff's over, I yeah. got a couple of bigger events in Los Angeles area that I'm going to. I'm, I'm gonna work on that, I've, that i had to put on a hold but i expect you there i hope to i pray you can be there and you know we gotta get we got some pretty badass like 40 plus people in our community you know we got like mm-hmm. mike tebow we got saia we, we got alex we got tammy we got melissa we got gabby i think a couple of those people might be a little under 40 and might be a little offended but i <laughs> 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 but whatever they could they could I shouldn't say suck it because that's rude. They can suck it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, love-
1: um, there's some, definitely thank some you. 40 plusers that still kick some ass.
0: Man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If LeBron can do what he's doing at 36 or 37, you know, you know, we can do what we do. But, right. Cam, thank you so much. I'm going to end it right here. I appreciate okay. it. The thank listeners, you. For the episode. I hope they loved everything. I hope you guys got. Uh, some good information. I hope you looked up Tjab one I'm sure you did. You're probably following her. Tam, you're probably getting some stalkers. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll get you a gun and some pepper spray.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Nunchucks, too, please.
0: <laughs> All right. Nunchucks.
1: Ah!
0: <laughs> All right, Tam. You have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks,
1: Jim. Thank you. I- Bye. Bye.